Hey, good afternoon, Pop fans. It's Bill from Pop Fan Rivalry coming to you again with another clubhouse, another one of my favorite guys out of Philly, another Philly fan. He's written articles. He's been on the podcast. Dave, welcome back into the clubhouse. The only thing I haven't done yet is buy merch. I'll do that eventually. <laughs> Just, hey, listen, take your time. But you do have a code. So at the end, if you share your code, people can actually save some money, right? So yeah, code Hummel for 10% off any locker room access and merchandise. There you go. Merchandise. There you go. And uh, by the way, do you know which uh, is the most popular shirt so far? Uh, get loud. Get dirty. I I have no idea why, but to me, that's what my coaches used to yell at me when they wanted me to slide. Get dirty, get dirty. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know if it's taking a different connotation to people. I have I, no idea, but I don't yeah, care. Just, because, you see, I wanted to be clean and said that, you know, that's what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Well, Dave is, is on today. He is going to take on the ominous duty of giving a report card to the fighting bills at the end of this. So stay tuned. Let's see how he does. But Dave, before you give us a midseason report card. Okay. Before, tell me about the highs and lows of the Phillies in the first half. All right. So let's see here. Highs. Well, Schwarber is still murdering baseballs like it's no one's business. So exactly. winning ML player of the month again in June. We'll do that to you. Um, bullpen finally somehow getting together. When in the beginning of the season, we were just an absolute bonfire of a mess. Yep. Um, our youngsters have actually gotten good things, especially Derek Hall. When, you, when your first two at-bats in the big leagues are homers, you're bound to be doing something good. Yes. And I guess starting pitching, especially the top three guys that we have, they're, they're putting some magic together, especially going on that 10-game win streak was really – it gave us some hope. And that's something we haven't had in a while. So let's just keep hoping that we can do some more good things tonight against St. Louis. Well, listen, a month ago, a month and some change ago, being 46 and 40 was not what I thought for you guys. Uh, it wasn't what I was thinking either. Yeah, I was, I was thinking 500 might be stretching it. But you guys have started to – not only you, you mentioned the, uh, the winning streak, but you – you guys have put together winning series, you know, yeah. and again, to me, I think winning series are much more important than winning streaks. You yeah. win two out of three. I'm okay with that. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, okay. Uh, some of your lows, I mean, you mentioned some of the highs, what, what is, I mean, I, I know you guys need cardiologists out there in Philly because you guys have gone in this roller coaster of emotions over 86 games, but what are some of your lows? We basically give the cardiac kid Cleveland rounds of one for their money. That's basically how I view it. Um, I guess the main thing, and I say to this before, we just got to stay consistent. There are moments when we are just absolutely firing on all cylinders. Like when we, going back to last Tuesday, when we smoked Washington 11 nothing, we then lose the next game and then win the series finale. Like, okay. And then what happens next? We win the, ne the next two against the Cards. And then we lose yesterday. Okay, and you know, that, that's going to happen. And we just have to hope and pray that the system that we have in place under Philly Bob, who is my new Lord and Savior, can actually be able to get things done. I like what he's doing. I really do. I just wish that he was a bit more willing to take risks and have starting pitching, go maybe seven or eight innings, and then 
having bullpen be brought in because this stretch that we have both before the all-star break and after are really going to be testing us, especially with who we're facing. Yeah. Well, and you guys have, you guys have one untangible that, how do I say this? Sometimes teams that aren't, you, you know, those teams like Baltimore, we were talking offline. Nobody expected them to do anything. They're two games out of the wild card right now. Yeah, um, you, some, someone spiked the Kool-Aid. Running the, I'm through it. Something, something. But one of the things that I like that you guys have is right now the Mets are only a game and a half over Atlanta, and everybody's focusing on Mets and Atlanta, where you guys have the opportunity to just slide right past with nobody paying attention. Exactly. Right? The Mets are going to Met, and the Braves are just going to – do their own thing, I guess. It's it's a common tradition for the past 10 years that the Mets have just kept on metting. They can't get themselves out of it. Yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, when I looked and I saw the standings, the Braves are only a game and a half out, I thought, and you guys, I think, are only seven out. Yeah, we're seven, yeah we're seven out. At the break, if you're between five and, and eight, that's fine because the Braves, Atlanta and New York are going to beat up on each other. Mm-hmm. You guys just quietly slide by. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of quietly slide by, let's talk the rest of the month's schedule. Obviously, the All Star break coming in and coming out of the All Star break. Do you yeah. see any concerns in the schedule? Do you like what you see? What What do you see? I'm really concerned against the Marlins in Miami. Really? We have, we have had a lot of struggle in Miami over the past seven years. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. And if we have to face Sandy Alcantara before the All Star break, we're we're basically foobard. Uh, because he is just, he is on another planet right now. He really is. Um, And then I think the bright highlight that we have is after the break, we face the Cubs for three games. We then face Atlanta for three. And we were talking offline. If we get two or three from Atlanta, we're good. And then we get four against the Pirates. The Pirates are also a team that gives me some concern because no, me knowing the team as I do, we most definitely will play down to their level and they will take advantage of it. I definitely think that this is when we need to, you know, dig our heels in, play up, and, you know, do not give them a single inch because if you give it that inch, they will take it to a mile and a half and just absolutely bury you, especially with the talent that Pittsburgh has. Trust me, listen, we took it in the shorts as Dodger fans from Pittsburgh this year. And Colorado is that team for us. Mm-hmm. Colorado is that team that they could be they could be 62 and 100. And of those 62 wins, 12 of them came from the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that thing. So I get what you're saying. What I like about the Phillies, though, is, again, if you could take two out of three from Atlanta, but you can win the series with the Cubs and you can win the series um, with the, the Pirates, meaning take three out of four. Mm-hmm. You guys are in a kind of a driver's seat, an odd dog days of summer driver's seat. Because again, yeah. everybody's paying attention to the Mets and the Braves. Mm-hmm. And Philly just slides right by without the pressure. Yeah. And, and, then, and then we go into August, basically every single game that we have, except for about maybe three, six, except for nine games or 12 games. It's all division games. Yeah. So August is really going to be that testing ground for us if we can be able 
to get things done. Well, in those nine games, by the way, I believe there are six of them are with Cincinnati and like three of them are with the Diamondbacks or something. So you're playing yeah. sub 500 teams mm-hmm. outside of the division, which that helps. We play the Reds seven times and we play the Pirates three times. Then we play the Diamondbacks three times in Arizona. See, dog days, dog days. And mm-hmm. like you said, Kyle's destroying the ball. Uh, before I ask you the final question about the, the report card, uh, what is going on in Pittsburgh, in uh, Philly? I'm not, I, of course, I'm not there. I don't hear enough of it. Mm-hmm. Tell me about Harper. Any chance that he comes back anytime soon? Okay, so basically for anyone that doesn't know, when the Phillies were in San Diego, Blake Snell hit Harper in his left hand. Right. Um, he got a fractured left thumb as a result of this. He had surgery recently, and, I, and by recently I mean within the past two or three weeks, where he got screws placed into his thumb. Um, both he and Rob have, have not put forward a timetable as to when he might be able to return. And also keep in mind too, Harper's playing with a, with basically a shot left elbow, which is why he hasn't been fielding, which is why he hasn't been in the field. He's been DH the whole time because he's basically like one bad throw away from becoming Tommy John. So with everything going on there many people are predicting that he will make a return either end of august or going into september that is what many people are saying it has not been confirmed yet by harper or bob but the only thing that we have to do is just hope on that because yeah we love schwarber we love jt and we love everyone else but harper is basically our heart and soul and if you take him out we're going to we're going to feel it for a while. Yeah. Um, we just, we need him back. Even if he's a DH, we need him back bad. Yeah. No, it's, no, I, I get it. I totally understand. And that's, uh, that's why I asked the question. Cause we don't, you know, MLB doesn't produce a lot of information. And if you were asking me about the Dodgers or Angels, I could give you plenty of information because I'm in, you know, in town type thing, but yeah, you guys do need him back. Do need him back. We, that's what we do. Okay. Now, David, uh, a.k.a. Socrates, I'm oh, going to ask you the hardest question <laughs> that you are going to ever deal with on this podcast. I want you to give your team the first half of the season a letter grade, but I also want you to justify your letter grade. I can't, can't just say A-. minus. Peace out, Bill. Thanks for having me. Okay. As much as fun as that would be, I want you to justify your grade. Now, everybody that's done this so far has justified their grade. So... Mm-hmm. Give me your grade. No judgment. Philly fans out there, don't judge him. If you have that big of an issue, I'll give you his ad. No, please. <laughs> please don't. I already have much to deal with. Please don't. <laughs> hey, I'll give him the address for, for, uh, for Geno's or Pat's, right? Here you there go. you go. That, now, that's a fight y'all can, can figure out on me alone. There you go. There you go. It's kind of like giving 1060 West Addison to Cubs fans, right? They're like, that's Yeah, like Blues Brothers all over again. <laughs> you know. Okay, give me your grade. What do they got? God, this is hard. Part of me, mm, man, I, you're going to be shocked with this. Okay. Shock me away. C plus. C plus. Okay. Yeah. Now justify it. Tell me why. So, while we have been hot under Rob, I wanted to give them a B. I very much wanted to give them a B. 
However, we still have a lot of ifs. We're still trying to reel from Joe Girardi being fired and his slump made the whole slump at the beginning made me drop it down to a C minus. Then we go back to with Va and look at how far he's taken this team. We're 25 and 11 and 25 and 12 with him at the helm. Um, the hit, the pitching has been meh outside of Nola and Gibson and um, Gibson and Wheeler. Our bullpen is basically the biggest question mark this side of the Mississippi. Um, and our and we've just been too inconsistent. We keep leaving runners on in scoring position. We're not converting. We're always just we're kind of just relying on Kyle to just bring all of our offense to the table. When in fact it should be everyone that should be bringing the offense to the table, not just two or three people. Right. So, I mean, it was great to have that prospect come up, Nick Appel come up. Like that was such a good feel good story. To be completely honest. Um. And for that reason, that's why I give them a C plus. Okay. I listen. I I see your C plus, and I'll and I'll tell you I won't even raise it because at the beginning of the season I had you guys winning the thing. Now, do I think that you guys will have a good second half and you could even still win the division? Yes, but it's baseball, right? You guys won ten in a row. You could end up doing like the Angels and losing fourteen in a row, or you could end up you know, winning 17 out of 19 and they're all against the Braves or the Mets. And so, uh, you know, it's baseball and you can't take into account injuries. Those, you know, we lost Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor didn't do anything wrong. You know what he did? He fouled the ball off of his foot and he's out indefinitely till, you know, indefinitely, but possibly till late August. You can't control those type of injuries. Oh, you can't. It's that, that just sounds horrible because, oh, it just sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so so you can't control – I mean, the injuries that you can control are running into another fielder because you don't know how to say, I got it, or, you know, getting hit by a pitch in certain senses. You, but you can't control basic things like that. So a C-plus, I'll give it to you. I like it. So, um, Philly fans, Dave has given you the best that he's got. I love his analysis. If you haven't read some of his articles, please, please read do. them. They, please they are amazing. He writes so well. It might uh, be a bit boring and dry, but it's it's something. No, it is incredible. And don't don't ever don't ever sell yourself short on that. In fact, if it's not up already, it'll be up. Well, by the time you guys hear this podcast, anyways, it'll be up. But he has another one about uh, the Hall of Fame, which is phenomenal. Okay, take a look at that. Dave, I have to tell you, your autism and baseball article, um, I'll, I'll tell you offline what it's done. But I will tell you that it has hit more people than you anticipated. Wow. And so thank you so much for your efforts. Thank you for being part of the podcast. Thank you for everything you've done. Dave, we're looking forward to having you on again. We've got some stuff to talk about uh, in future podcasts. Top fans, tell us what you think of his article. Dave, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me again, Bill. You bet. Talk to you soon. All right, will do.